I think there's a very real risk that we will not. I think what we risk is having a, a, a government that perhaps postures as a democracy and may try to pretend that it is, but isn't. We're never beyond hope, but we've already seen the opening silos of this. You have, you know, white nationalist reactionary politics starting to grow into a critical mass. I think we will return to Jim Crow. I think that's what we risk. That was Representative Ocasio-Cortez speaking to The New Yorker. And uh, I want to be clear, I don't think she knows we're a republic, but that's neither here nor there. I want it known how much I agree with her. How much I agree uh, that uh, the nation is at risk because we have black nationalists and reactionary politics starting to grow into a critical mass. I think we will return to communism. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I not allowed to utilize other words? Only her words can be used to see the problem with your mathematics. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I absolutely am worried that what we have is a government that perhaps postures as a democracy, and we may try to pretend that it is, but isn't. Isn't that what's happening in Canada right now with the truckers, with those authoritarians? Isn't that what happened here with lockdowns? Isn't that what happened because of people like Representative Ocasio-Cortez? I believe that to be true. I can argue my position. I vote my position. I'm willing to fight for my position. Our conversations should be about uh, being a, a full, total, complete nation. And that involves, for example, in the education of children, a full, total, and complete education. First, break the teachers' unions in two. Teachers' unions provide no value. Teachers provide tremendous value. But we have to stop thinking that this public education conversation, an experiment that we've been doing for the last 100 years, has really created value. Our kids get less and less. It costs more and more. Return to the one-room schoolhouse. Let's see what happens. Just because it's this way doesn't mean it has to be this way. It wasn't this way before, and the kids were smarter. We were. There was more understanding. Oh, but we weren't woke enough. Okay. I believe in a total teaching of history. So when we take a look at House Bill 1134, and we take a look at this list of uh, this amendment that Republican Linda Rogers wants to add on to it, limiting 1134, allow me to be clear, again, I favor the full teaching of American history, the good, the great, the bad, and the ugly, all of it. I will not allow, and when I say will not, I will not allow for teaching kids that they're guilty for their existence or they're guilty for somebody else's existence. No white kid today owns slaves, and they're not guilty because some other white person had slaves, just like no black person is guilty because some other black person, A, had slaves. If we're going to teach American history, we're going to teach it all. And B, sold other black people into history. If we're going to teach history, we're going to teach it all. The evil of slavery is the thing to teach. The evil of the idea that you can own another person. That's what we should teach. And I'm in favor of that. So when I see these changes to 1134, I'm not happy with all of them. But this idea of divisive concepts, it says it cannot teach three specific concepts that stereotype people based on sex, race, ethnicity, religion, color, or national origin. 
So schools cannot teach that one group is inherently superior or inferior to another. One group should be treated adversely or preferentially, and individuals by virtue of their traits are inherently responsible for the past actions of others who share their traits. It's a good start. It's a good start. And I'm willing to accept that if you think that the, the bill would prevent you from engaging a conversation and in, 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 in making it impossible to teach, well, we should discuss that. And I don't mind a discussion on that. I'm all in favor of it. But there's no doubt that critical race theory is real, no matter how you want to engage the conversation, the umbrella term. There's no doubt that there are teachers right here in Indiana who utilize that kind of bigotry. There's no doubt that it is bigotry and that diversity, equity, and inclusion codifies that bigotry, and I want it gone. And I will have this conversation anywhere at any time because as we have witnessed, the people who push this stuff can only call you racist. And once you don't allow that to bother you, they have nothing they can fall back on. We have the argument. The rational people have the argument. And the rational people are black and Asian and Hispanic and white. But they see themselves as Hoosiers, not in those other groups. This brings us to the ACLU, which I am saying out loud, as clear as day, hates young women and is okay with attacking female athletes in schools across Indiana. They are hosting a rally at the State House today because they oppose 1041, House Bill 1041, uh, which would uh, ban trans girls from sports, and they oppose uh, House Bill 1134. So we talked about 1134. Let's get into uh, 1041, which according to Katie Blair, ACLU of Indiana Advocacy and Public Policy Director, the quote is HB 1041, which or is it 1040? I think they get it wrong here. Uh, discriminates against trans girls by outright excluding them from school sports. But let's be clear. Both of these bills will silence and discriminate against vulnerable students in Indiana schools. First, first and foremost. Girls are not boys and boys are not girls. Say it with me. You are not right. You are not good. You are not kind. You are not decent when you lie and say boys are girls and girls are boys. They're not. They're different. It's okay. It's okay. Second, it is wrong to think that schools should be allowed to codify the idea that a boy is a girl or a girl is a boy or that they can determine this for themselves when they simply cannot. They don't have the capacity to do this. And the job of the parent and the job of the adult is to protect children most often from themselves. So the question before us is, why isn't the ACLU in favor of protecting these kids? Why are they in favor of absolutely abusing these kids and exploiting them? Third, what about the girls on the team? Actual girls, they want to compete against other girls. Now you're telling them, you're telling these girls that they're discriminating because they want to compete against other girls on a fair playing field? Shame on you, ACLU. Shame on you for this hate, for this bigotry, and for this abuse of children. Now you say to me, Tony, abuse of children? This is a teacher. Uh, and this is a teacher who put a video out on TikTok. He's standing uh, in front of a gay pride flag, and he's talking about how in Florida schools they have transition closets. The goal of the transition closet is for our students to be able to wear the clothes that their parents approve of, come to school, and then swap out into the clothes that fit who they truly are. And I use the idea that this is like Superman changing in a phone booth. But that idea actually goes a lot further than that, because Superman 
isn't Clark Kent. Clark Kent is actually the disguise. And when Clark Kent goes into the phone booth, he transforms into Superman, who's really just who he truly is, Kal-El. And so this gives our trans students the opportunity to be the superheroes that we know they are. So the school is working against the parents and encouraging them to go into the transition closet to become who they really are. If you think that's the job of schools, you should all be fired and the teacher should be thrown in jail. If the ACLU wants a fight, I'm right here. Don't get me wrong. Good job representing Abdul Hakim Shabazz. But if you really want to fight this, I'm right here. You're wrong. And what you are pushing for is the abuse of children. And this teacher, this teacher should be thrown out on his ass. His ass.